the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. As 2017 winds down, we look to 2018. Got a big event coming up in Palo Alto, the first of the year. The first event of the year on January 11th, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. It's $25, but we're going to talk about transition your portfolio, passive versus active management, social security strategies, good and bad retirements. We're also going to talk about tax reform and what it means to you and how to play it to the best that you can. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25 to get in for free. Joining me now to talk a little about some tax reform issues, CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. How are you? I'm well. Um, Tax reform, done deal, kind of. Now we have to see how it plays out. Uh, what What are your initial thoughts? Well, it's interesting because um, some of our, you know, excellent, really nice podcast listeners, especially kind of Midwest area, have said I've had an anti-Trump tone because of the my my views on it, and it's not really that; it's just my views on it in general. Um, where that, you know, it was supposed to put H and R Block out of business. That was one of the phrases. Simplification. That was a big push of it, and it's anything but that. I will say that. There are some really good things that happened at the end. For example, some of the original proposals were going to make it so that people could no longer itemize their medical expenses. Uh, That is a big issue for seniors that face nursing home costs, which, you know, in the Bay Area, it can be $100,000 a year. Um, So that provision is now back in it. So people, and it's back down to 7.5%. So there's some good changes that were made at the end, Rob. Uh, I will say that for people that, are, let's say, retired and they have Prop 13, really low property taxes, right? and not a ton of itemized deductions, they're actually going to be better off under the plan. Um, and for those who don't have Prop thir- and for those who don't have Prop 13, and they live in an yeah. expensive housing state like California, uh, with high property taxes, high state taxes, high local taxes, they're going to be worse off. Um, yeah. It doesn't yeah. get made up, so to speak. But they have a high-paying job. That's true. Um, yeah, it is going to be a, an interesting situation once we start seeing the full calculations on where it kind of washes out or the group of people that it's going to be more expensive. And now because there's so many moving parts, people that have a lot of deductions at the state income tax level, property tax level, often lose a good portion of those deductions under the AMT tax situation. And so they think they've been taking them, but they really haven't. Um because that those are gone, that's one of the reasons why the top bracket of 39.6 became 37% to help deal with okay. some of those offsets. And the, the big thing, though, is that the bottom bracket, that 15% bracket, 
which used to max out at around, I think it was around 79000 Now it's over 80000 and it's 12%. So your first you know, $80,000, $90,000 of taxable income, you're paying 3% lower taxes on it in general. And for lower income people that don't itemize at all, um, their standard deduction just went way up. So there's going to be a tax savings there for sure. What's really going to be tough to digest, and this is the busiest time of year for me and my advisors, is how this pass-through thing is going to work for people, um, this deduction that people can take on some of their income. So CPAs and attorneys are going to have a great year, Rob. Yeah, I've put together um, a chart. Of, I'm trying to like itemize who's are the, who are the winners and losers because I work in TV and it's kind of you have to make it kind of clear. But right. like the electric vehicle tax, it was maintained, so Tesla is a winner. Um, carried interest loophole maintained, so companies like Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan, BlackRock, hedge funds, um, mm-hmm. the X, XLF winner. Um, now here's a loser, like the tax preparation deduction repealed, H and R Block loser, like. There are going to be some stock winners and stock losers. Um, I feel, I don't know, I just, there's some things that I don't like, um, you know, in 2025 when the individual tax rates go back up. I dread that. And it's, it's, it's eight years from now, but I just still dread it. Like, there's something in that that, like, I just, like, it makes my heart anxious. Here's what it is. Okay. What the economy, the global economy feels like right now, do you remember how it was in, you know, few years before we met, in 96 time frame, right. um, before it was becoming a dot-com bubble, the entire right. global economy was really firing on all cylinders. We were kind of, um, you know, the three-quarters of the way through one of the best bull markets that we've ever had. Everything was doing well everywhere. Um, so that's kind of how it is now. I mean, things are doing well almost everywhere around the globe in terms of economic growth and everything else. So I would have rather saved the the turbocharge for when things aren't doing well, right? Um, this will turbocharge it. Stocks were getting expensive, but now stocks are not super expensive anymore because a lot of these tax cuts are going to go right to the bottom line. Um, you know that's why you've, you've got to own some small cap value. You've got to look at your overall portfolio and see what you're missing and, and who can benefit from this um, because it will so turbocharge the economy. Savannah Guthrie was, uh, she hosted the Today Show, and this morning Paul Ryan was on, and she asked, you know, a question, you know, do you really think businesses are going to create jobs, raise workers' wages, you know, do you really think that's going to happen? Or do you think they'll do stock buybacks and line the pockets of shareholders? I, I think she's right. It's going to line the pockets of shareholders more often than not. Corporations, when forced, they've already got the infrastructure here that they want to have here in a lot in a lot of cases, not, not completely across the board, but... She quoted Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire businessman out of New York. Um, it's going to add significantly. Um, he, he, she said, she, he was quoted as, will it help wages? Will it help growth? And he said no. So what are your thoughts on do well, companies I, do the right I, thing I, and do I buybacks? Just gonna, I think we're starting the beginning of the wage inflation piece because unemployment's at 4%. The wage inflation is already starting to kick into play at the at the jobs that are at the higher end. The problem is jobs at the lower end are being replaced with automation. So, um, But even as a firm, we're seeing right. wage inflation. So um, it will, I mean, I think wage inflation will be an issue in this next year, Rob, because people are going to see the cash flow, they're going to demand more income. Any thoughts on this budget potentially adding $2 trillion and potential cuts down the road to Social Security and Medicare? 
or worry about it when we get there. I don't think, I mean, I don't think the cuts are going to be there in Social Security and Medicare. That's too hard to do. I think that there's a huge risk if we don't grow at over 3% to have that happen. That's why a lot of these provisions will sunset. Um, and I would have rather seen, you know, infrastructure and corporate reform before this type of reform. Okay. Anything else you want to hit on taxes? Um, well, so, so the big thing has been everybody, you know, everybody's saying prepay your state income taxes. Right. You got to look at your tax return. CPAs, it's, it's a tough time of year now to get a hold of them. So if you're wondering if you, you should do that, a lot of people were prepaying it and without being on a quarterly payment system. And there was provisions to say that that is not okay. Um, if you've been subject to AMT year over year, prepaying your state income taxes isn't going to really help you. So it's a small chunk of people that are going to benefit from that, doing that in 2017. So if you are not subject to AMT taxes and you have an estimated California tax payment, typically due January 15th, pay it now, but first talk to your tax advisor. Sounds good. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him tomorrow on the radio from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. doing his New Focus on Wealth. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. Head to newfocusfinancial.com and sign up for the Palo Alto January 11 seminar, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free at the Palo Alto Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Newfocusfinancial.com, code RADIO25. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. But all my life, I've heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. In other words, when you're president of the United States. I'm Rob Black, talking all things right, all things right, all things investing, trying to get you to retirement soon as we can, trying to get you to enjoy your holidays sooner rather than later. Money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Whoa. Tea party, right? Do you remember being a kid and thinking the idea of a tea party? How about a tax reform party? It's been some kind of tax reform party year. You look at 2017, and it's been all about what... Can Trump get through that will stimulate the economy? He's got Congress. He's got enough votes in Congress to get through essentially whatever Republicans want to get through. Only problem is not all the Republicans agree. Barack Obama ran the first th- same thing in the, his first two years in office. Could have got through anything he wanted to. But the Democrats were fighting with each other. It's been some kind of tax reform party. That was the year of 2017. Now we have to start thinking what's going to be 2018. Because Wall Street's a discounted mechanism. Wall Street's starting to think June 2018. What sort of tax reform party is it now? Have you ever been to a party where it's pretty good? 20 people are talking to each other. 5 to 10 people leave and the, the music goes from loud to... Let's turn the music down. Let's turn the lights down. Let's go get into there. High-end spirit. Oh, there's no 
high-end spirits left. What else you got in the liquor cabinet? Mad Dog 2020. You drink enough of it, it'll make you blind. Oh, this party. Oh, it's... Wait, wait. You've got more... You got another bottle of Mad Dog 2020? This tax reform party's awesome. Oh, you're out of Mad Dog 2020. Do you have any rubbing alcohol or cough syrup? Oh, my, my, my. Oh, I'm going to pass out. And then you go into this deep slumber. Party's over. You wake up, and you're in a fog, and you have a pounding hangover, and you're like, I wish I was dead. Did I really drink Mad Dog 2020 and rubbing alcohol? You can't handle the truth! Oh, what a morning. I don't feel like there's much to look forward to right now. So, let's try to get the band back together again. Let's try to get everyone back next week. And let's see if we can't recreate this. That's where the Wall Street is right now. There's not enough champagne to go around. We've hit a wall. We are that that close to a market high. And I just don't feel like there's enough energy in it. I'll keep doing what I have to do. At their highs yesterday, the Dow, Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, the S&P mid-cap 400, the NASDAQ composite, the S&P mid-cap 400, the Russell 2000, were all up 6, 4, 3, 3, 2.7% respectively over the last month. It's been a great month. Take a breather. I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> Crack out the rubbing alcohol. Ugh, can you imagine? I was once on a train in Europe, and uh, after the alcohol ran out, these Europeans, they cracked, they cracked cough syrup. I'm like, no, I, I'm not drinking cough syrup to get, to get buzzed. Oh, okay, just this once, I'll do it. Oh, so Congress can't just pack up and go home after the party. They got to go back to work the next day with the hangover. There's still some unfinished business of working out a funding resolution before midnight on Friday to avert a shutdown. All reports say that it should happen, could happen, will happen with a stopgap resolution that funds through January 19th. Ugh. So we got to come back for another party? That's kind of what it comes down to. at and Comcast were quick to announce with the implementation of tax reform that they'll be offering $1,000 bonuses to all their workers and increasing their capital spending plans. Now, AT&T wants to buy Time Warner. Do you think a little bit of this is trying to look good in front of the president? I'm going to wear my sexiest lingerie today, and I'm going to put my hair up in, in, in like, ponytails. That's it. That's AT&T. AT&T, you're pathetic. We see right through this. Instead of giving people a one-time $1,000 bonus, give them a raise. Say all employees get a 4% raise. Wells Fargo announced an increase in its minimum hourly pay rate to $15 an hour from $13.50. Wells Fargo, you've had a bad year, and you're making things a little bit better. Fifth Third Bank Corp is also raising its minimum hourly wage to $15, and it's going to give a $1,000 bonus to more than 13,500 employees. And probably tell them sometime next year you're being replaced by a robot. There's 3 million checkers. There's 3 million checkers in the United States, people who check people out. Uh, no, no, not check people out. <laughs> hey, you look good. I know I look good. How do I look? You look good. 
um, checkers, people who are in stores and they, you know, and you scan an item and they scan another item and they put it in a bag for you and they say, it's $100. And uh, Walmart said that they're trying to build a checkerless store. Hmm. What do you think is going to happen to those 3 million workers? Hmm. Hmm. So it's nice that some companies are giving $1,000 bonuses and such. I get it. I get it. That's nice in the short term. But again, $1,000 bonus doesn't go very far. In terms of the economy, the third estimate for third quarter GDP carried a slight downward revision to 3.2% from 3.3%. As a more complete source of data showed personal consumption expenditures increased less than previously expected. It's fine. This economy is fine. Statistically, we're fine. We're dealing, in my opinion, with tax cuts for corporations positive in the market. And then we're dealing with jobs positive. The auto cycle or the refresh cycle of autos is, is good, not great. But Houston helped by flooding a lot of vehicles. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Got a big event coming up in January of 2018 in Palo Alto. You can sign up for the Thursday, the 11th event by going to Rob Black Show and using the code RADIO25. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Happy holiday season, so to speak. I guess the worst time of the year. Everyone's panicked. Everyone's stressed. I guess that's okay. So, things that you need to know. Hmm. Magic Leap came out yesterday and showed their smart glasses for the first time. Magic Leap is a company that Google invested in that does augmented reality. I want to say two years ago. I could be wrong. Might have been three. Time flies when you get older. They're pretty cool looking smart glasses. We still don't know a lot about the company. They just showed us what they look like. Um, To say that they look like sunglasses, wait, no. They look like, no. To say that it looks like a big helmet that you put on your head, no, no, no. It's somewhere in between. It's almost like if you... Do you know what cyberpunk is? They're mo- they're, okay, they're more like welding goggles. That's the, what I'm trying to come through. And they're going to integrate computer graphics in the real world, a technology often called augmented reality. And Magic Leap calls it mixed reality. We're going to hear more about this company in the coming years. They've got some about $2 billion so far pump- pumped into this product. So um, I can't really explain it. But let's say you put on the glasses. You might be able to look at your purse and and then see all six purses right next to it and go, oh, I've got options. And the six purses next to it are all the virtual options. And maybe you might want to buy them or maybe have them in your closet. It's If you could figure out the signal or approximate it, it's going to be pretty cool. And I, I guess the downside of it is... To make all this work, there's a little, it's kind of like a Sony Walkman-sized computer that you, you clip onto your belt. So not only do you have to have the welding goggles on your head with a computer in it and six cameras, but you also have to have something on your hip 
and obviously it's the Bluetooth information back and forth. Um, there's a lot of display. There's a lot of interface. There's a lot of audio. There's a lot of sensor technology. Um, Google, Alibaba, and others have invested in the company. The company's based in Florida, which is kind of odd. Um, but that, that was a big story yesterday in the world of tech people. Apple did something that a lot of people don't like. Um, they told the truth that they actually slow down the older iPhones. No but way. they say that, I know, it's a conspiracy theory, right? Apple is using a new power management feature to prevent iPhones with older batteries from suddenly shutting off. Apple says it's purposely slowing down older iPhones to encourage customers to buy new. Uh, Apple says it is not purposely slowing down older iPhones to encourage people to buy new models, debunking a popular conspiracy theory. But lithium-ion batteries are supposed to what, last 1,000, 2,000 charges or something. They do run down. Pokemon Go is getting a big update. I know you're saying Pokemon Go. Pikachu! Yes, yes, the company that's pulled in over $4 billion in revenue, the, co- the game. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so they're, they're, they're updating it to take advantage of um, augmented reality cameras and the augmented reality kit that works with iPhone 6S, 7, 8, 10. And uh, it just makes it a little bit more lifelike. And they've added... Um, They've added more characters, Pikachus, or something like that. Pokemons. Crazy, right? Apple's going to merge their iPhone, iPad, Mac apps. So they all work together. So if you get Angry Birds on your Mac, it'll look the same on your iPad. It'll work the same on your iPhone. Yeah. Um, UBS. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk Bitcoin. UBS says Bitcoin has all the hallmarks of a bubble, but the bank tells clients to bet on blockchain, the technology underpinning Bitcoin. A lot of people in the financial industry agree with that. Um, UBS position is in line with ING, but other banks are warming up to Bitcoin. So they said, we believe Bitcoin has all the hallmarks of a bubble. High turnover against limited real world use suggests that many buyers are seeking speculative gain. And while the supply of Bitcoins is limited, the broader stock of cryptocurrencies is not, with thousands of potential substitutes. So what, what that means is they're saying not only could there be Bitcoin, there could be Litecoin. There could be Rob Blackcoin, Chad Burton coin, KDOW coin. And that's a problem. When UBS first warned against cryptocurrencies in October, the market was worth about $175 billion. Now it's worth $600 billion. So you kind of look dumb betting against Bitcoin until you don't. Um, other investment banks have taken a positive position. In Goldman Sachs, they said it's getting harder for institutional investors to ignore cryptocurrencies. Um, Morgan Stanley CEO James Gorman said in September that Bitcoin is more than just a fad. So there's a lot of opinions on this, right? There is a lot of opinions on this. Um, that's not a story. I'm trying to see stories and... I guess this is okay. Um, Long Long Island iced tea. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. They changed the name of their company to take advantage of the crypto craze. This shows you how stupid this is. It's a company that makes drinks, beverages that they put in plastic bottles and they sell at 7-Elevens. So Long Island iced tea, uh, simply refreshing lemon, Long Island iced tea, traditional lemonade. Long Island iced tea, raspberry. All right, all right, all right. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You smoke a little marijuana, have a little iced tea, you're good. Um, thank you, Matthew. Matthew right, Cotter. Right, right. he, he's our um, weed smoker of the show. So whenever we need that opinion, he gives it to us. So Long Island Iced Tea, it's a company, it's a corporation. They changed their name to Long Blockchain Corporation. Shares rose 238% on this news. That's telling you there's some crazy mania tied towards Bitcoin. This doesn't even make sense. Long Blockchain, whose business has been selling non-alcoholic beverages, says it will now seek to partner with or invest in companies that develop a decentralized ledger known as blockchain. Okay, so today I'm a radio host, and tomorrow I'm going to be a cryptocurrency day trader. You're like, whoa, where did that come from? That's not how it works. As with many recently christened crypto companies... A list that includes former makers of Juice sports bras and Sofa's Long Blockchain so far has little to show for its aspirations. They changed their name to Long Blockchain. That's not I can't make this stuff up. Works. I can't make this up. You've you want me to sing holiday songs for you? <sighs> okay, so Trump tax bill. Is that what we're calling it? Um, just a few weeks ago, Wall Street's equity strategies rolled out. There's 2018 forecast. Credit Suisse, Jonathan Gulub. He's their big honcho as far as market calls. He said, I think the market's going to climb to 2875 in 2018. And then the Trump tax plan goes through. It goes, now he goes, a couple days later, 3,000 on the S&P 500. Quote, corporate results have surprised. GDP expectations have improved. And tax rates have fallen. Tax rates have fallen. We'll have a barrel of fun. So Wall Street, I think, can squeeze out one more year. Corporate America will improve. And they're going to have the tax rate party. Uh, while the new effective tax rate remains uncertain, an assumed rate of 21% adds $12 per share to earnings of the S&P 500. City Bank's Tobias Lokovich, I like him. He raised his price target from 2675 to 2800 He's cautious against getting too excited about how tax cuts will hit the bottom line. Each 1% of tax rate decline theoretically adds $2 of earnings to earnings per share of S&P 500 companies. But he thinks a lot of that tax savings will be used um, for competitive strategies and may include price cuts and or more marketing. Thus, it may be presumptuous to say corporations will give it back to shareholders or just eat it up in profits. So... He says the possibility of a blow-off rally, a melt-up, if you were, does exist, but we doubt that a repeat of 1999's exuberance is probable. 1999 was a pretty good year. As Prince would say, tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. <laughs> the excitement around cloud automation, robots, virtualization, cybersecurity, and mobility has been a major part of the near 40% rally in the IT sector this year. And hence, it seems unlikely that another big boost is coming in 2018. The underlying fundamentals are very well known and thus captured in current valuations. So, hmm, he says breath, market breath. The, the width of the market right now is still too strong, and we have yet to see any major divergences in that regard. Second, this tax cut bill did not happen earlier than we thought, didn't happen earlier than we thought. But the cuts are bigger, to which we can get us higher in current levels, particularly in the euphoria stage. So, um, do we hit a market top when the bill is announced? Do we go down from here? Who cares? Just be diversified. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Got a big seminar coming up on uh, January 11th uh, in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It's on income and retirement. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, use code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. This is Walk the Moon. Shut up and dance with me. It's the band who does Shut Up and Dance with Me. They just played the Not So Silent Night concert. I saw them play in... Um, one foot really sums up the theme of the whole thing out there that's starting out in the unknown, being faced with uncertainty and what could be certain failure, but deciding to move forward, take that first step. I hope you approach love that way. I hope you approach investing that way. The song is partly inspired by the journey that we've all been through, right? Not just in love life, but in work. I remember being in high school going, what am I going to do when I get to college? I was like, just go to college. And then the first night at college, I remember it was kind of a crazy night. They're doing dorm mixers and they're trying to introduce freshmen to each other. I remember the night ended with around two in the morning and I'm walking down the hallway and there's a girl like a hundred yards away and she's drunk. She's squatting in the hallway and as I got closer, what I saw was disgusting. Ah! Fecal matter. She thought she was in a bathroom. She was so drunk. But I just said one foot in front of the other. And it's to me, it's all about, again, um, moving forward. So Walk the Moon um, was the first. They were the second band at, at Not So Silent Night. And the third one you know, was better than the first, second one. And the fourth one was better than the third one. And the fifth one was better than the fourth one. And they also do the song Anna Sun and Shut Up and Dance. Okay, there you go. So you know this song, right? The lead singer, he once went to a dance club to blow off some steam. When he started complaining, when it was taking forever to get his drinks at the bar, a girl came up to him and said, just shut up and dance with me. So he took her up on the offer, and the two hit it off. He says that this song isn't, you know, so much about his personal experience, but about living in the moment. Hmm. So, um, anyway, that's all I got for you. So, back to Wall Street, shall we? <laughs> shall we come with me? Come with me back to Wall Street. Oh, tax reform. How much of this year's stock market gains do you think in 2017 are reflected in the anticipation of corporate tax cuts? 
What will the ability to expense at 35% and earn profits at 21% spur in 2018 as far as investment goes? How much will leasing companies benefit from the combination of expensing and limitations on interest? How much will multinationals regret this bill? Will 2018 feature a, a battle with the World Trade Organization? All because of a tax bill. There's more questions. How much of the trillions of dollars in overseas markets have already been brought back? How will markets react to large changes in deferred tax assets, deferred tax liabilities, and permanently reinvesting earnings? What will companies do with the offshore cash when they return it between 7.5% and 15.5%? How real is that 15.5% tax on cash, or are there enough holes in it that it becomes more irrelevant? How much have foreign multinationals been benefiting from stripping of the U.S. tax base? How effective are the limitations and interest deductions? So I have a friend who contacted me when the tax reform details were starting to emerge. He said, should I pay my state and local income tax right now? Prepay it for 2018? I'm like, it's a pretty good idea, but you need to talk to someone who knows taxes better than I do. Should I go ahead and prepay my property tax? I'm like, it's a pretty good idea, but you need to talk to someone who does taxes for a living. Because taxes are tricky. And that's one of the reasons I, I hate talking about them, is you may be in a different state and you're calling me. You may be, you may have write-offs. You may have uh, a special needs kid. You may have just so many different little things. It's worthy of note. We're all different as far as investors go. So as far as my opinion on the tax legislation, I don't like the fact that the individual income taxes only last 2025, those tax cuts, but I get it. This is a tax plan that's going to add to our deficit. We're going to save Americans money. Some Republicans are saying it's going to spur great investment and more jobs and more state taxes and more local taxes and more houses being bought and more property taxes. Um, there's some truth to that. But so far, most of the committees that are studying it say it's going to add up to $2 trillion to our deficit. And that's bad for the kids down the road. And when you start seeing some of the things that are going to be cut in the future, it's probably Medicare and Social Security. Um, CFP Chad Burton does financial planning for a living, and he doesn't even count on, he doesn't even model Social Security into people who are 30 years old. Um, now, there's going to be something there, but I don't think you necessarily want to take it away. Take it away now. Take it away now. Um, big event coming up. January 11th in Palo Alto, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. This is, as you get older, time, it marches on. Um, are you ready for retirement? Are you ready for income strategies? Are you, how much are you going to pay yourself? Social Security, you know, if you're lucky, you might get 18000 pre-tax. You get taxed on that. And then you have to pay for your Medicare. And then there's about $8,000 left, Maybe. I don't even know if that's going to be $8,000 in 10, 15, 20 years because of inflation. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Sign up for that seminar at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Star General Michael.
Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.